Hi, this is Futa and welcome to The Shining Process where I help you use your thoughts and emotions to get what you want and live the life that you fancy. So without further ado, let's get to it. It is nine past seven today in London and I've just finished a ballet workout which was super intense. It's actually mind-blowing how ballerinas look so effortless on stage but all of their movements are incredibly complex and require a lot of strength especially in the core and thigh muscles. So I love ballet workouts for strengthening purposes and I also really love being on the balls of my feet. I don't know I feel like it's partly to do with the elegance of it all and appearing taller. Ballet and yoga are literally what have helped me warm up to wearing heels much more because in the past wearing heels like stilettos used to be such a problem for me but now I wear them with ease I don't know I love wearing heels now but yeah as you may have already noticed I've been recording all of my podcasts quite early in the morning I am indeed an early bird I'm a creature of habit that loves routines and schedules we hear a lot about time management but I've come to realize that energy management is much more important because I have the most physical and mental energy in the morning. So the more I stay in bed, the more I take away from myself. So it's like I tend to spring out of bed not long after I've woken up because I know that I'm working with energy that has a battery life, which starts at 100%. Whereas in the late evening, my energy levels are far less. So I use what's left of my daily energy to wind down and prepare for sleep. So I will start my day by checking off the bigger tasks that will make the rest of my daily tasks easier. So with this podcast, it wouldn't make sense for me to record episodes when I'm super tired at night and want to sleep. I won't have as much energy in my voice as you hear now. But yeah, I got this concept of tackling your biggest task first thing in the morning from a great book called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. I'd highly recommend you read if you haven't already. It really delves into avoiding the trap of procrastination so you can stick to your routines and get as much done as possible. So whether you work full time, work on a freelance basis, are an entrepreneur or you don't work for whatever reason, routines and schedules will make your life run like a well-oiled machine but before I delve into routines and schedules I wanted to mention that it's important for you to know how your energy flows because my wind down could very well be your wind up so you ultimately decide what's best for you so to start with I'm super interested in holistic health and how to best take care of the mind and body there's so much talk on the importance of routines but very little on the one that's best for the female menstrual cycle and I care a lot about women being able to create a fertile environment for themselves overall And even if you've chosen not to have children for whatever reason, creating a fertile environment for yourself is essential for your health and preservation too, because your cycle is going to impact your mood, your energy levels and how your body feels and operates throughout your life. So it's in all of our best interest to pay attention to how our body responds throughout the month and create a routine that works around it. And speaking for myself, creating a routine around my cycle has made my life so much easier. I use a hormone balancing app called MyFlow that essentially creates a routine for you by tracking your cycle and it tells you what you need to do to avoid the common PMS symptoms. I think it's really efficient. I like the meal and exercise suggestions the most. And I pair this app with doing my yoga flows near enough every morning. Sometimes I'll do a ballet class or another form of dance as long as it's slow because anytime 
type of fast movement workouts first thing in the morning would be way too much for me. So I've chosen yoga as my primary form of exercise because of the immense benefits like the deep breath work, all the postures that build up my strength and flexibility overall. And it perfects my posture quite well. It's just an all round great way to train the body to do what you want. So I can't complain. I love it. So overall, I think I do much better with rhythmical exercises that move my body in fluid and spiral motions because if you think about it our reproductive system is full of spirals so I like doing exercises that stimulate my blood flow rather than ones that involve static up down side side movements but this doesn't mean I won't ever go to the gym to work out I will at some point when I've comfortably settled as an advanced level yogi I'm only now edging towards the advanced level but when it comes to the gym I think it's just the heavy lifting that I don't think my body is set up for but if you're stronger and have the capacity to lift heavy weights then by all means do so but of course supplement that with more spiral movement activities like yoga pilates or dance classes like flamenco these types of movements will really get your blood circulating around your body nicely but yeah back to yoga another reason why i love it so much is because it's helped me out a lot with my cycle and i think it's the biggest reason why i no longer get painful period cramps like i used to in the past i don't know i don't even get the odd twins here and there anymore and this is exactly why i recommend everyone try out yoga especially if you battle with severe period cramping and also using a menstrual cup makes everything an absolute breeze i'll sometimes even forget that my period altogether the only pms issue i get are breakouts at the sides of my face a week before my period which i'm currently looking into a lot because although i've tackled the biggest pms issue there is i want to get to the point where i don't have any pms issues at all but i'm not entirely sure that this is possible but i'm working towards it so if you're an expert or know anyone who is then please feel free to message me directly i'd love to learn and speak more about this i think it's revolutionary that we can help each other out so we can all start enjoying living in our bodies as best as we can but back to my point on creating a routine around the menstrual cycle when my period does come at the expected time every month i'll just make sure i make accommodations that work around it so for example with food i will increase my fiber protein fats fruits and vegetables and i'll have soups for dinner instead of heavier meals like bulgur wheat that I usually would love having for dinner. I also won't do any inversions during yoga meaning no postures where I'm near enough upside down like down dogs or headstands. Now I want to move on to the importance of setting up a sleep routine especially in relation to our cycles. So for everyone eight hours of sleep is ideal and seven hours is the standard nothing less. I actually read a fascinating book a while ago called While We Sleep. I'd highly recommend you read if you haven't already. It references a whole host of interesting facts about the importance of incorporating at least seven hours of sleep in your routine. One statistic in the book that caught my attention was that women who work irregular nighttime hours such as nurses and doctors working long shifts have a 33% higher rate of abnormal menstrual cycles than those working regular daytime hours and are also 80% more likely to have a reduced ability to get pregnant overall. So if you're a nurse or doctor listening in and like me want to be a mother someday, it's worth looking into these stats more so that you can create a routine and work schedule where you can sleep sufficiently and preserve your reproductive health as much as possible. 
The book also explains how sleep is the foundation to everything. Diet and exercise only come next as pillars. So if you don't sleep well, you're highly likely to feel sluggish, your body won't perform well, and you definitely won't feel motivated to exercise. And speaking for myself, I'm at my best I've ever been health and fitness wise, largely because I prioritize seven to eight hours of sleep. And I don't joke when it comes to my sleep. Uh, It's literally called beauty sleep for a reason. Studies have even shown that you look healthier and more attractive the more you sleep and how much you sleep will definitely show on your face and although the aging process is a natural phenomenon you 100% speed up this process by years if you don't sleep well but that's literally all I wanted to mention on the topic of aging because we're already pressured enough about this natural process of life so I'm actually not here to add fuel to that fire at all I'm here to help you preserve yourself and feel good as much as possible from a health perspective there's nothing wrong with the inevitability of aging and I really want to make this point super clear because there are so many people especially women who resent the aging process altogether going as far as hiding their age or lying about their age and I think it's to do with the fact that many of us are taught that aging is a scary bad thing which adds stress to everyone especially living in a youth obsessed western world but I do get the pathology behind it we want to stay alive for as long as possible and aging of course means we're getting closer and closer to mortality (laughs) but I'm 25 and I'm truly happy to be alive. Every age is perfect and special to me because I'm only going to live it once. And also, I like knowing that I'm getting smarter and funnier and more interesting to be around the older I get. Aging is literally the one thing that we must go through in life as long as we want to stay alive because the alternative is dying. So (laughs) we might as well embrace it and take exquisite care of ourselves so that we can age gracefully, knowing that we gave life our best shot and didn't just easily give up on ourselves. But anyways, aging anxiety is a total sidebar to this topic. I'll delve into this much more at a later time because we all know this thing is real. So back to sleep. Most days I will sleep between 10 and 11 p.m. and actually wake up just before 6 a.m. I don't use alarm clocks and I don't advise anyone use them either because they affect your heart and nervous system. It's essentially a cardiovascular assault and hitting snooze does this over and over. So imagine the effects over a whole lifetime. The other day, actually, I was so annoyed because I fell asleep with my earpods in and since they're so comfortable in the ears I forgot that they were still in so I got a notification I can't remember what it was and it threw my sleep off completely and took me a while to go back to sleep I was literally upset because sleep is so important to me I will say though that I'm willing to sacrifice sleep for instances of exclusive enjoyment at events or parties or something but to say I'm going to miss out on beauty sleep for something like a night out clubbing is highly unlikely because I've already done the Mayfair club scene already when I was 21 I'd literally go clubbing every week Thursday to Sunday with my cousin over the summer which was a lot of fun I must say but I know for sure I'm not missing out on anything because I now have so many fun things to give my time and energy to but other than that I think the biggest reason I can think of where I'd be willing to give up sleep is when I become a mother someday and that's literally it I've heard about how it is with newborns but after a while I'll definitely be establishing a solid routine for everyone to share including the guy that helps me bring this baby into this world because (laughs) sleep is life But anyways, I have a routine slash framework that I stick to pretty much every day. So when I wake up, I always start by drinking some water, followed by a 40 minute flow. And then I'll shower, eat breakfast and then start working. And then in the evening, I tend to take a 30 minute walk just after dinner to help with digestion. And mostly just to reflect on goals. But by the end of it, I'll like clear my mind totally, almost like a reset of the day. Now, when it comes to my nighttime routine, I like to make sufficient time for a complete wind down before getting into bed to sleep. 
I have a cute sound that goes off an hour before I sleep. It's part of the health app on the iPhone that reminds me, hey, like, it's time to wind down, which I can often forget, especially when I'm working and in my zone. So for example, I will prepare for sleep by making sure I avoid all the powerful overhead lights a few hours before I sleep. I'll either use a dim light or some candles dotted around the room so that it's bright enough for me to navigate without squinting or straining my eyes. For me, the cherry on top is reading something just before I sleep. Most times I'll read a physical book on business so whatever piques my interest the most during that reading session will essentially be in my mind whilst I sleep and all I learned during the night before is essentially enhanced the next day. So when I wake up in the morning, I'll tend to have more creativity juice flowing to do more and be better with the work that I do rather than opt for the easy stuff that's more likely to happen to anyone who hasn't slept sufficiently. So yeah, this is one of the biggest reasons why I love reading as part of my daily routine. It keeps me fresh and it helps me expand to new heights I didn't know existed. So I would encourage you to incorporate reading into your daily routine if you haven't already, even if it's just 30 minutes, because it's one of the greatest ways to learn new and interesting things. You can start with reading whatever interests you or whatever you're currently struggling with. Read on that and watch how stagnation and boredom in your life become a thing of the past. So those were just some of the things I like to incorporate into my routine. And to end, I think we can agree that there's power in routines. It's important for us to maintain an optimal routine in our 20s and 30s because it will make our habits more automatic and refine us overall so that when we're in our 40s and beyond, we can reap all the benefits of the standards we set for ourselves when we were much younger. Routines essentially make us rock solid where nothing on the outer world can take us off track. I go through the importance of sticking to a routine that's perfectly suited to the life that you want to create for yourself more in the Shine On Purpose course. To find out more on how you can join, you can message me directly on Instagram or click the link in my bio. If you have any questions for me, message me on Instagram or email me. I'll link to how you can reach me in my show notes. Wherever you're listening from, don't forget to regularly go outside and get some fresh air. As usual, massive kiss from me and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.